Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman, brought to you by MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. If you like to bet on sports, check out MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. We're going to talk some LSU Tigers to win over Auburn. We're going to talk about college football. Lots of layers we got for you in college football. Some good takes that we have for you. And, of course, we'll talk to New Orleans Saints and the NFL as well. And Trey, at the end of the podcast, poses a very interesting question. We'll get into all of that and more on this episode of Sports Takes. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And don't forget, meatandpotatoesusa.com, college football picks, NFL picks. Check it out. You'll be glad you did, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Let's listen to a message from our podcast host, Anchor, Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossom, and it's time for Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. About to be joined by Trey Blossman for this week's podcast, Sports Takes. We like to do this on Mondays, recap the weekend, get you ready, set for the upcoming week, and kick some things around. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great, Tommy. Thank you. All right. Also, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Trey is 2-0 and against the spread with NFL picks, and he's got a Monday night football pick posted right now for you. You got about two hours to get that pick in uh, from when we're recording this. You got to buy it prior to 7 p.m. with kickoff at 7.15. But Trey Blossom, let's talk about the LSU Tigers. They're now ranked 25th in the AP poll, 27th in the coaches poll. They find a way to win after trailing 17 nothing to Auburn. They won the game. And one thing I've said for a long time on radio and podcasts and all of that, good teams find a way to win when they don't play at their best. And that's what LSU did the other night. Your thoughts on the LSU victory over Auburn? Well, Tommy, it's the kind of win that you're going to have to have if you expect to have a good season. And, you know, I I posted on Facebook when we were down 14 to nothing, something to the effect of, I'm not worried. This team has been there. They know what this looks like. And, Twice they fought back, should have won one game that they lost, won another. Well, here's another one. This team fights, and I really like that about them. That uh, They maintain a positive headset, mindset, no matter what's going on around them. And I think it was just another very strong win by this program that's certainly on the rise, Tommy. There's no doubt about it. This is an ascending program that fell quickly from – very tall heights and we're fighting our way back up that hill. And I like the direction and the timeline that we're on right now. Well, coach Brian Kelly in his Monday presser, he used the word grit. He used the word fight that you just used. Uh, And that's the mindset he's trying to create. 
because he believes that's what it's going to take to to win in the SEC when, you know, there's no easy games in the SEC. Just go ask Georgia about going into Missouri. Everybody thought that'd be easy. They got the win, but it wasn't easy. So I think that's what he's trying to create with LSU. And I I was in a conversation, you know, part of the – unintended consequences of the transfer portal. You had eight teams ranked between 16 and 25 yesterday that lost. And I think this is an unintended consequence of the transfer portal. Well, you don't have guys that are quote unquote been teammates for a few years and been through spring, summer, fall season, spring, summer, fall season, you know, that know each other really well. They've been to each other's parents' houses for holidays and, and they know each other's girlfriends and stuff. You know, that, that a little of that has gotten lost in the transfer portal. Now, there's some good things about the transfer portal. No question about that. A lot of teams have benefited nationwide. But I think we're starting to see some of that continuity, some of that team bonding stuff that may not be present due to so many different new names and faces on particular rosters. And I'm not singling a single school out. I'm just saying, I'm just wondering if this isn't why it's getting even harder to predict games and the mighty programs that were the blue bloods of college football are struggling. And then other teams that were expected to do real well, I mean, A&M was supposed to be a great team. They're terrible. Houston was supposed to be a great team. They're terrible. I mean, and, and I don't know if it's the transfer portal, but I'm wondering. Well, Tommy, you know, one topic I wanted to bring up last Monday and, I missed it when we switched from NCAA to NFL was what happened at Boise state. And I was going to point out that their quarterback had been absolutely horrible. And as we're recording the podcast, the offensive coordinator gets fired. The quarterback announces he's entering the portal. He's a graduate. So he can transfer immediately. Uh, And, uh, Boise state comes out this weekend with a freshman quarterback and lights it up. So, the impact of even one player switching teams can be very strong. And when you have teams like LSU that have 13 incoming players, it's uh, incredible. Hey, I don't know if you saw this news today, but uh, SMU who plays Wednesday night against central Florida on the road, a game moved back because of hurricane Ian, uh, they had four players announced today after a two and two start four games, magic four that they're going to enter the transfer portal at the end of the season. Uh, it's a fact of life and it's not just a fact of life in the off season anymore, Tommy. It's every week. You, you got to re-recruit your players sometimes. Well, and and, you know, uh, college football, I don't know if it's in good shape or not. TV ratings are up and most stadiums are full, but here's uh, the university of Colorado fired their coach after in his third year after a shaky start but Wisconsin fires Paul Christ, who has only won 72% of his games at Wisconsin. He's a former quarterback there, a former assistant coach there. As a head coach, he's won a couple of conference titles. He's been to the Rose Bowl, and he got fired after winning, after an, uh, an embarrassing loss in their minds to Illinois the other day. And, I mean, you know, it used to be traded in college football that first week in December – you had some coaches started getting fired. Then all of a sudden, a few years back, you started seeing coaches getting fired in November, late October, you know, so that they could, you know, get their name out there that they were looking for a change. Now, I mean, they're firing them there. These two are in October, but you had three other coaches, Nebraska, Arizona State, 
and there was and Georgia Tech fired coaches in September. These schools are willing to pay the price to try to win. Now, right now, only four teams go to the playoffs. So does that mean everybody else had a bad year? No, it it shouldn't. Uh, They're talking about expanding the playoffs to 12, which means more teams will get in, but not everybody's going to win it. I mean, the the money that's being thrown around, I mean, I think it's like $80 million are owed to these five power five coaches that have been fired last week and this week. They got $80 million coming to them. I'm sure they're not going to be sulking around for too long. But, I mean, what what is happening in the world of college football? Well, just remember what Coach O said recently when he was told he was being fired and they were going to pay him every dollar of the $17.1 million that was due to him. And he said, which door do you want me to leave and when do you want me to go? Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's that's some real money, Tommy, especially for not having to do anything. Well, you know, I go back to the late 90s. I got to be pretty close with Jerry DiNardo off of the field, uh, family stuff. And uh, I remember Georgia fired a guy named Jim Donnan, who had went to four straight bowl games with the Georgia Bulldogs, okay? And I remember Jerry DiNardo and I having dinner, and we were talking about it, and and I said, man, I feel bad for Jim Don. And he, you know, he got, he was a four straight bowl games, one all four of those bowl games. And Georgia fires him. He goes, Tommy, don't, don't feel too bad for him. They gave him $4 million to walk out the door. <laughs> so, so Jim, Jim Donnan was going to be okay. Now, Ed Orgeron got 17 million, you know, inflation struck. He got 17 million to walk out the door. So I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm still a huge college football fan. I love it. I watch as much of it as I possibly can. I read about it. I, scan the internet for stuff on college football it's one of my go-to topics but man there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world of college football right now and and uh you know it remains to be seen uh I, i guess it's good for the fans i guess it's good for the gamblers i don't know well tommy you know the fans Programs need to win for their fan base, obviously. But uh, you know how I feel about a lot of LSU fans. They're, they're horrible fans. They're, they're still complaining this week. We're entering the top 25 in year one of a rebuild. There are still LSU, quote, unquote, fans complaining that we got the wrong quarterback. Or, or believe this, we have the wrong coach. Well, I was totally against this hire. I'd be lying if I was telling you I'm against this coach right now. I, that's insanity. Well, and, and I don't know who said this originally, but someone made the quote long time ago that the best thing about sports is its fans. Follow that up with the worst thing about sports is, is its fans. fans. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know who – I wish I could figure out who said that originally. That, that, you I, know, that, that's as smart as the guy who said life is something you get used to. Who's that guy? That's that's you. That's yeah. It. That's an old TK. Life is just something you get used to. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one, an original by TK. Uh, I, I should have told sold that to the to Brian Best and had him write a song about it. I don't know. How, <laughs> uh, of course, he a slobber bone fan. Hey, if you like to bet on football, if you're winning money, keep doing what you're doing. If not, meat and potatoes USA dot com. College picks, NFL picks. Trey's got a pick posted for the Monday night game. If you're listening to this prior to the kickoff of that thing, which is 7:15 Central Time, uh, have picks posted next week. College and NFL. 
MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Check that website out. Also, check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Trey, we shift gears to the NFL. The New Orleans Saints go to London. Several of my friends went to the game. They had a blast, but the Saints didn't get it done. The field goal, uh, the double doink on the field goal, hit the upright and the crossbar before not going in. And the New Orleans Saints drop one to the Minnesota Vikings. Have they ever beat the Vikings? It doesn't seem like they ever have, but uh, I'm sure they have. But uh, they did to go to the Super Bowl, I guess, back in 2009 or whenever that was. But the Saints, they got problems. And I'm not a big fan of the play calling. I understand you had a new quarterback out there, but you knew basically knew all week that Winston was missing practice. The Saints have a lot of problems. It's a long NFL season, long way to go. They better start fixing them in a hurry. Well, you know, Tommy, a word I used to use a lot when Sean Payton was the New Orleans coach was urgency. And I often thought that the Saints played with a lack of urgency. And what I see relative to the play calling is, well, they sure do open it up when we're behind late. We sure do move the ball late in games. That's becoming a trend here. Uh, Why don't we just open it up a little bit earlier? That's a veteran quarterback who's not prone to make mistakes, Tommy. Uh, uh, Let let him have the playbook. You know, let's go. Let's go for it. Let's not further handicap this team by putting in a quarterback and limiting the play calling. That makes no sense at all, especially with the record this team has. I mean, desperation has to start setting in at some point, Tommy. Yeah, well, and you know they're they're a full five point favorite against the Seahawks who come into the Superdome next week, but uh, you know time the clock's ticking. They they got to get things fixed and get them fixed. Hurry! I know that you know Camaro was out, Winston was out, Michael Thomas was out, but you know every team has injuries, and you got fifty three guys in a practice squad. You got to figure it out. And I did have somebody ask me, you know, is Dennis Allen the guy for the job? Well, I think it's too quick to make a pass judgment on that we got to give it a little bit more time i don't mean years and years but uh, i think we got to get a a little bit more of a read on that but the nfl i mean the old saying any given sunday i mean people are are staging major comebacks i mean you've got that happening all over the league you got i don't know kansas city buffalo and is it you know everybody else after that i mean every team seems to have some some issues that they're working on and one thing I'm going to say, and it's a 17-game season, that's a long season, but, you know, somebody commented this morning, so many teams have injuries, and it's these soft tissue injuries and these minor injuries. That's because none of them played games in August. You know, that whole mentality of, yeah, well, we're just going to play the regular season. It's a long season. It's 17 games. It's sitting everybody out all, you know, other than a series or two in the preseason. These guys aren't football ready. And the injury table and the injury report is starting to reflect that. And, and more more time will tell. Well, you know how I feel about preseason. You have to have it. I don't know if you have to have three games. You certainly didn't have to have six like they used to have. Although back then there was a reason those guys did not stay in shape offseason. They had to come back and get in shape to play football. But not playing players – at all in the preseason makes no sense at all to me. And the quality of play in the early NFL season is down, except for last night. You know, I hear a lot of people say, well, yeah, I don't like the NFL anymore. I don't like that uh, Neil and crap and Colin Kaepernick. And I'm just not going to watch anymore. They're a bunch of prima donnas. 
Well, the reason I watch is what I saw last night from Kansas City and from Patrick Mahomes. Look, man, that that's a dude out there that's playing with kids, man. That's a man against boys. He's fully healthy. We see now that he was severely handicapped being injured last season in the playoffs. Uh, that guy, when healthy, can do things that are just absolutely phenomenal. That pass for a touchdown he threw to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last night. Who else does things like that? <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a remarkable player. He's probably the best player in the NFL. And kind of a torch passing last night from Tom Brady, greatest of all time, to Patrick Mahomes. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. Well, Trey, later this week, we're going to get some college picks and some NFL picks for from you for a podcast. You were undefeated with your NFL picks for – Winners and a push last week. Um, so we'll take a look at all of that a little bit later this week with Trey Blossom's college football and NFL picks. We'll get into that a little bit later this week. And we want you to share this podcast with all of your friends, spread it around, and tell everybody about talking sports with TK. Trey, I hope you have a good week. Give me, uh, and we will talk again soon. All right, Tommy. One closing note here just a thought. In baseball, when you hit the ball and it hits the foul pole, it's a home run. Maybe Correct. if a kick hits the upright, it should be good. Just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think more about that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> and you know, what about those goalposts? Were they shipped over from the United States? Were, were those British goalposts? Were, were they up to the standard no, that I, the no, NFL I mean, has? The NFL sent posts over there because they're going to use them again this week when the Packers yeah, play. I, I, I figured that yeah. was the case. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I'm, quite, I'm 99% sure of that. But that's a great thought, and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dwell on that a little further. Well, let me know what you think next week. All right, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy.